What's up, friend? And welcome to the podcast. I'm Nikki Sunshine, your host, and this is Become a Relationship Badass, where I bring you powerful interviews, and sometimes it's just me talking about things, (laughs) all in service of helping you to create badass, intimate relationships in your life. I do believe that the quality of my relationships strongly affect the quality of my life, And so with that, I'm here to help as many people as I can create high quality, unbreakable, truly fulfilling relationships. Thanks for being here and let's get into the episode. Is up, beautiful, badass, brave babes. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to My Baby, the podcast. This is Become a Relationship Badass, episode 26, 26. Damn. This is episode 26. In this podcast, we talk all about relationships and intimacy and connection and womanhood and communication and the inner journey. This We're all over the place here. <laughs> So if you're a regular listener of the show, welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. And for you new listeners, welcome. Don't worry, I try to keep it not weird here. (laughs) Oh God, you guys, it's it's past 8 p.m. again. All right. (laughs) So before I dive into this super juicy epic conversation with Callan, all about sovereignty and relationships and how to... Like, basically, we're going to dive into not only how to, but Callan's personal journey and experience and her amazing wisdom that she has to share around the dance of being in relationship and showing up for your partner and, and you know, being a part of this team, but also being this magnificent version of you and this expressing your true self and not abandoning parts of yourself to be in this relationship Um, Essentially, we're talking about how do you have that epic feeling of freedom while you're in a mutual, reciprocal, healthy, beautiful partnership. Um, So I think this is going to be a really fucking juicy and informative one for y'all. Seriously, you guys, listen to the whole interview because she, Callan drops so many juicy nuggets. I think I compare her to Tony Robbins or Oprah at one point in the interview. (laughs) I'm like, who are you? Oh my God. She's, she's, um... She's amazing. So listen all the way to the end. And one more announcement. I am still sending you free gifts. So if you guys didn't catch it last week, I have now almost 90 left. So I've gotten rid of about 10, but I have free gifts for y'all. So all you have to do to get a free gift sent to you in the physical snail mail is head on over to the iTunes app, scroll all the way to the bottom of the screen where you're listening to this podcast, and leave me a rating and review. That's a rating, which is one to five stars, and then a review that feels honest and true to you. Do that, take a screenshot of your review, and then post that screenshot in my Facebook group, which I will link in the show notes, Relationships 101. When I see that screenshot, I will send you a direct message to get your mailing address, and y'all free relationship badass swag gift will be on the way folks so um do it before i run out of free gifts go leave me a review if you've been getting value from this podcast 
you can thank me with a review and still get a free gift. Like what? So um, don't forget to go ahead and do that. And finally, before we get started, as always, I want to share some gratitude. So in this moment, I would like to thank myself. I actually want to thank myself. I realized this week going through, like, who have I thanked already? I have a little running list. I haven't even thanked myself. And that is some of the most important gratitude. So I want to honor and recognize myself for starting this mission and starting this podcast when I had no fucking clue what I was doing. Still don't. (laughs) For believing, believing in the potency of my vision and my mission, even when I didn't have a bank account or followers or anyone else to validate that belief. I want to thank myself for showing up for my life and for the things that truly matter and for releasing my old habit of making excuses and simply deciding, okay, this is a priority. I'm going to make this happen. How can I make this happen? How can I become more goddamn resourceful than I've ever been in my fucking life? (laughs) And so I'm now living this dream life and I just want to give myself some some thanks for that, for really staying strong and for continuing to grow and learn from my past and um, just fuck yeah, Nikki, pat on the back to self today. Celebrating you, girl. <laughs> so, you know, if you haven't thanked yourself in a while, feel free if you feel inspired. No pressure, but it could be fun. Look in the mirror while you're doing it. <laughs> I like to do that sometimes. Okay. I believe that is all the announcements I have. Get ready for this interview with Callan. We're going to talk about sovereignty and partnerships, not allowing oneself to be put into a box, the struggle of showing up in partnership, how you think your partner wants you or expects you to show up or how you think you should show up versus showing up in your truth. Callan talks about caretaking as a means of control I just think that's so badass. Um, or caretaking as a, mean, as a means of trying to control. Um, she talks about what happens when you end up feeling like your partner's mom <laughs> because of a certain dynamic. Not sexy alert. And we delve into her awesome term she coined called robot girlfriend. You guys are going to want to listen to like the whole episode so you understand this concept because when I heard this I kind of geeked out and oh my god I've been that (laughs) so this one's juicy y'all get your glass of bubbles or wine or tea whatever you're doing today get cozy and get ready for an epic episode all right badasses welcome back to the podcast I am so just thrilled and amped to bring you this conversation today. I have had the honor and pleasure of sitting with my friend Callan here for the last couple hours, which is probably why I feel so amped because <laughs> we've already been on the juice. Um, so yeah, I, I have my friend Callan Grant here today. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about some really juicy, beautiful stuff. But before we dive into that, I just want to have her introduce herself. 
to all of you beautiful people. Hello, beautiful beings. Uh, my name is Callan. I am the owner of the Gobi Universe. Gobi Universe! And I'm super stoked to be here talking with you all today about all this amazing relational goodness. Relational goodness! <laughs> with one of my favorite people! Yes! Full disclosure, um, just because y'all know everything anyway. This interview came together so just randomly and organically because I was talking with Callan the other day because she so kindly gave me 30 minutes of her time for a market research interview and then as always it's never just the market research interview we were catching up and, and talking about our lives and I just had one of those moments where I was like looking at her and I was like damn your story's gonna inspire millions of people can I can you come share your story on my podcast? <laughs> so, um, and now we've, we've been here these last two hours and yeah, I mean, I mean, really, I'm just so excited for you're just in this, like, I feel this, like your, your massive growth transformation, like amazing part of life right now. And those are typically the people I'm trans attracted to. And, um, you just like, you have so many juicy nuggets right now. Robbins right now like everything says gold so um, I just feel really excited and honored to have this conversation right now mm-hmm. um so yay cool so yeah maybe we'll just start off by um letting my audience in on you and kind of your recent journey and what you've been working through reflecting on lately just give them a little background yeah um I feel like this concept of like sovereignty has been like super in my field lately. Yeah. And that's been in all aspects of life, but the most uh, potent place it's been showing up is in my interpersonal relationships. Yes. Um, romantic relationships, uh, platonic relationships, business relationships, mm-hmm. all the places. Um, and so something that I'm like really learning in myself right now is how to be so freely and fully expressive in who I am mm-hmm. um, inside of all of those dynamics. Yes, inside of those different relationship dynamics. Yeah. As girlfriend, as coach, mm-hmm. business owner, roommate, friend. Yeah, totally. And yeah. not letting myself get confined into a box of what I think I should be inside of those different roles. Yes. But instead being fully myself. Mm in all of those roles. Yes. Yeah. Ah, so yeah, I'm, I'm hearing for my listeners, like she's, she's real, you're realizing like how without even your knowing is like, if, correct me if I'm wrong, without even you knowing you would start to confide into a box of what you, like it wasn't a conscious, like I have to be this to be a good girlfriend or to be a good friend, but unconsciously you would start to abandon parts of yourself Totally. To fit into a box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that shapeshifter yes. construct where yes. like around different sets of people, I was acting different ways yes. based on what I kind of felt like they needed or expected from me. So it's very external based versus realizing who I wanted to show up as mm-hmm. and then just being that. Yeah. And so versus shapeshifting based on what you want inside. Like right. I feel like showing up this way, it was like shapeshifting based on what you were perceiving or picking up in the external. Exactly. Outside of yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a cool concept too, because it like I'm hearing you giving people permission, like, hey, shape shift, just do it based on what you your, want. Yeah, what you want versus what you think you should do or what you should be. Totally. Uh, that's yeah, that's a little permission slip for anyone out there who needs it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Callan. So 
Yeah. So as you're on this journey and you're recently out of a long-term relationship, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so if any listeners can relate to kind of getting out of a relationship and look, taking scope of life and being like, okay, what's now what? Um, what would you say are some of the fundamental differences in the way you view intimacy, relationship, connection, partnership six months ago-ish until now? Because your relationship ended in December, right? Yeah, like late January. Okay, yeah. yeah. So just about six months ago. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what sparked the death of that relationship, um, to put it gently, <laughs> <laughs> was I had just finished reading uh, Codependent No More by Melody Beattie, mm. um, which is an amazing book. Um, I'll link that in the show notes. Oh, yeah, totally. I, and was realizing how deep my own patterns of codependency were. Um, and I was realizing that, like, they went so deep to, like, me. I would like I was, like, abandoning all sides of myself to try to meet someone else's expectation of who I was supposed to be inside of that relationship. Mm. Um, Did you know at the time you were abandoning yourself? Or were you convincing yourself, like, no, this is me. This is who I'm becoming. I had convinced myself inside of the my last relationship that me showing up to, like, caretake for my past partner yeah was me being able to meet him in his darkest moments okay which is true yes and um I was also completely abandoning myself you know so in order to do so um and I didn't realize that like that came from this place of like if I if I take care of this person then he'll never leave me (laughs) (laughs) like you know like come here pretty if I save you, then you'll never want to go anywhere ever again. And like, I really fix you, and you will be addicted to me. Right. Exactly. Yes. Because I was so afraid that I was going to end up alone, that I would rather have that dynamic than like. Uh, I had no idea that a sovereign dynamic could exist. Totally. Because now I hear you speaking like, I would want, like, almost in a tone of like, how could I want that? But back then, that probably felt like what you wanted and what you needed. It felt so safe. Because I knew he wasn't going anywhere. He was never going to be the one that broke the relationship apart. Right. You know, and I could see that from his past relationship patterns, which also was something I was attracted to at the time, is that he constantly wanted to be friends with his past partners and yes. he, he was not breaking the connection. Right. Because so that gave you a sense it. of like safety. You're like, safety. look, he's still connected with his exes. Like he's not just going to He'll never leave, leave, you know? And yes. Like, yes. And. <laughs> New favorite phrase. What? Yes. And. What does that come with? <laughs> <laughs> what is the price on that what? agreement? What else is attached to that? Yes. Know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So for the listener, I just want to say like, If you're here in Cal and talk right now and you're relating and you're like, yeah, I feel that I take care of my partner and it makes me feel safe in knowing that I've got them. They're not going to go anywhere because how could they function without me? I take care of so much. Mm -hmm. If that's you, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not a fuck up. You're not an asshole. (laughs) Um, And you can 
start right now by becoming aware of that dynamic. And if you want to shift it, start with the awareness around, okay, this is happening and I want to change this. This is like a good like baby step right now in this moment in case you're out there having a panic attack like, oh my God, this is me. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I never knew it before. Everything's fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. <laughs> you're doing great. Yeah, you're doing great. It's okay. And we're going to kind of walk you through this, this journey um, oh. today. So, um, so we kind of have an idea of, you know, what intimacy meant to you back then in a way, you know, uh, come here, I'll take care of you and you know, not to leave. <laughs> yeah. So what would you say today? How do you describe intimacy? What does it feel like to you or, or partnership even? Yeah, I feel like so like, you know, noticing that dynamic and then being able to shift through it, I realized, um, and I'm just going to preface like my answer with yeah. this. Is like I realized that like all of that was coming from a place of wanting to control. Like I mm. wanted to control out of a place of wanting to feel safe, yes. you know. And like inside of in, inside of partnership, outside of partnership, and I was realizing that this was happening in like every area of my life. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. the more I could caretake for someone, the more control I had over them. Yes. Whew. And the more um, I could. I felt I had permission to be an asshole to them if they weren't showing up the way that I wanted them to. Mm. So wow. having that realization, I was like, okay, like, is this really what I'm looking for? Yes. Is this power trip right. of like constantly like killing myself to go save someone from themselves so that they will look up to and worship me. Right. As if I'm like some divine being. And then if they're not doing that, then I get to punish them. Like, is that really what I'm looking for? Because yeah. that, that feels a lot more like a parental dynamic. Wow. Than, than like a lover and like totally. being your mom's not sexy. Like, I don't want to be your mom. I don't want to be your mom. And then go to bed with you. Mm -mm. Mm, feels a there's little, a natural oomph to sexual. that. <laughs> we all got that one built in. Naturally incestual, don't feel good. Don't yeah. feel good in the belly. Nope. Yeah. Um, turned off by yes. that. You know, and yes. like and that was actually reflected in my sex drive too, which was wow, really okay. interesting. So like the more I started realizing that pattern, the more turned off I was by the yes. relationship and therefore by him. Totally. And so I had to really ask myself, like, what is it that I'm looking for? Right. And and that was, you know, that moment that I asked myself, what am I looking for? was the moment that this new person kind of popped into my life. And was like, and was like, I don't know, but let me try this oh, on. Is it this? Yeah. Is this what you've been dreaming of forever, but wouldn't believe yourself worthy enough to receive? Uh-huh. <laughs> totally. And, and, and this person appeared in front of me who was like, literally, one of the first things that he said to me was, uh, I will never try to control you because I can't. Mm. And that was like, probably one of the sexiest things anyone could have ever said to me. Because I realized, like, all I want inside of partnership is to feel free. Yes. And that will never come from yes. a partnership that is based in power dynamics and control. It wow. just that they can't happen together. Wow. And what you do, I'm about to go on a total tangent, but what Great. you just said, all I want into a relationship is to feel free. This is a total random question off the books here, mm -hmm. but do you feel that needs that desire to feel free in partnership, which I think is rare for a lot of people because of essentially what you just described and like your, what you had in your old relationship, I feel a lot of people would call that normal. Mm -hmm. Like, no, 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 it's normal. It's just, you know, da, 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 da. Um, so do you think 
kind of the rise in like polyamory, just as it's just totally your opinion in this moment, has to do with the perception that you cannot be free in partnership. And so the only way to be free is to have multiple avenues. Yeah. I have like total goosebumps right now too. And like, yeah, yeah. I think that that's exactly what that is. Okay. And I just had that light bulb. I was like, wow. It's yes. like, it's this desire to feel free. And, and basically what I understand my own freedom coming from is, is a constant is constantly giving myself the choice. And the second that like I make an agreement that takes away my choice to be in front of another person is the second that I feel caged. Right? Wait, can you say it again? The second, the, the second that I make an agreement with someone yep. that takes away my choice to be there and instead puts wow. pressure on me to be there. Yes. That's the second that I feel caged. Wow. So, and, and that's the second that I actually start to feel unsafe because I no longer have a choice in yes. this relationship. It's now forced upon me. Wow. And what's amazing is that you said the minute I make a decision that takes away my choice. So yeah. it's crazy. It's all encompassing. It's all up to you. Right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So say someone has had this experience where again and again they've chosen to sacrifice a piece of themselves here, show up for you more there, but they're not having the, you know, aha light bulb moment you did. And you're like, wait, is this even what I want? So they're, let's say they're doing this again and again. It makes sense to me that that person might start to think you can't be happy with one person. It's too confining. Like it's this dynamic. That's the issue, not me. And so therefore seek something with more options. So say right. open a relationship. Yeah. And I think what also goes inside of like this polyamorous dynamic thing is um, people often don't feel like they're too much to handle or like there's like, mm, like one no, person can't handle me. No one person can fulfill all of my needs. Wow. And you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you have that belief system yes. of, you know, polyamory is right for you, like, great, like go get it. You know, and if that's you're amazing. happy, that's what I have to say. If you're right. in it and you're truly fulfilled, fucking do right. that. If you're in it and you've been feeling like something's off and you don't know why this little tidbits for you. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, Okay, like I really challenge you to look at yourself and, and ask yourself, are you communicating? Mm -hmm. You know, are you really communicating? Yes. And are you really holding space for yourself in all of those moments? Mm -hmm. Like, are you really allowing yourself to have the full range of experience yes. inside of a dynamic and giving yourself permission for that to actually be pleasurable, mm -hmm. you know, for anger, for frustration, for betrayal, for all those yes. feelings? Or are you deeming it, you know, wrong inside of partnership to feel those ways and therefore right. seeking just the, the happy, shiny moments, you know, with a lot of people. Yes. And then, and then putting so much judgment around the anger moments that they're so bad and they're so wrong. And I shouldn't feel this way that if it does come up, it can maybe even provoke like anxiety in you. Like, right. Oh my God, I shouldn't feel this. Mm -hmm. Whereas Callan, we've been together this whole afternoon and you've been talking a lot about, the feeling you and your your current um, partner are, are doing this stuff a lot together, I know. And so um, I love this. And I, I don't know if I know we're totally off tangent, but that's cool <laughs> with me. If you want to even take a second to just talk about that, because yeah. that's something you really opened my eyes to. Of like, oh, yeah, just like feeling that in a safe space. So I'd love maybe you could share like the anger practice you do with your partner. Totally. That would probably be cool for a lot of my listeners to hear. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, with this new lover of mine, it's been like a really beautiful experience to um, – to experience safety in a, in a completely different way, yes. right? So it's not safety by agreement and by confinement, by a cage that I put myself in. It's safety by choice. So I know that in our dynamic, like he is so desire driven that any time that he asked me to hang out, 
Like, it's purely because he wants to see me. Yeah. And if he asks me to hang out consistently, it's because he really wants that. Yes. Right? And, and so, like, that is a new level of safety that is, like, mm. so much deeper. Like, there's than, nothing else he wants. There's no secret agenda. He just right? wants to be with or you. Like, or, like, I'm showing up because I said I would. Right? Which is, oh. is so, like, such a flaccid energy it field. So right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like great. You're here because you feel like you have to be. Right. You <laughs> feel obligated to be versus, like, it turns you on to be yes! here. You know? Oh, like, my God. Yeah. So good. So, and, and like, he has all this space and like, I'm feeling really safe inside of this dynamic because he's, he's not just desiring me when I'm like happy and excitable and hyper and high energy and like all these things. He's desiring of me when I go through an emotional process and when I share about that emotional process. So like, for example, the other day I went over to his house and I was holding some anxiety inside of my system. Yes. And I was hiding it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just have have a nice afternoon. I don't want to bring this up. Yeah. Yeah, Like, Mm -hmm. don't look at me in this this place. (laughs) Look at my smile. I'm fine. See, like, everything's great. He's like, he's like, um, I'm noticing that maybe you're holding on to some anxiety. So first of all, he's like very attuned, which is great. He's like, I'm wondering what's going on underneath that. And I kind of shared to him, I was feeling nervous about going out in public and seeing my ex-boyfriend and he was like, Oh, maybe you're like holding this, you know, kind of victim energetic about that relationship. Like, would you want to open that space in, in our basement and release some of those emotions? And I was like, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Close and right ever. Yes. (laughs) Sounds great. So we go to his basement and he teaches me this amazing practice where he, you know, we put our, we get into our warrior stance and put our hands on each other's shoulders and, and, Basically, he gives me this look that's like, do you trust me? And I was like, yeah. You know, like, I give him the look yes. like, yeah, I do. And he's like, okay, like, it's about you. So it's like, whatever you're feeling inside of your system, it's time to, like, express that vocally. And so I got this opportunity to just, like, reach down into my gut and feel all of the anger that I had been feeling towards my past partner. Yes. And, like, scream it out. And not only did he hold space with me in a warrior pose towards this, but he also met me in that yes. anger. So he he was matching the same frequency that I was emitting. Same amount of energy you were putting which out. Which just creates an... It, like, helps me amplify it to yes. the point where it breaks and feels safe to do so because uh. he's, he's meeting me in that. He's not just, like, watching and afraid. <laughs> right. Not looking at you like, what's going on? He's, like, right there with you, screaming he's with like, you. I'm going to join you in this. I was like, oh, my God. And so it actually, like, broke this part uh. of me that was, like... You know, and this idea that, like, men can't hold space for my emotions. Wow. And it was like, boom, break that. And this energetic that is happening underneath that of, like, I'm angry at this other person. I got to get that out of the way and then actually talk about what's going on. Yes. Without any of the victimhood that I had been holding. (sighs) Which is going to be way more of a powerful conversation anyway. Say you guys had to try to talk about it before you cleared this energy. You know, he might have just been holding space for you to be in your victim and you're not really seeing things clearly. And so not only seeing, right. like, you got to feel so held and so met in your wild, I need to be angry right now. I need a <laughs> fucking human being with feelings. And yeah. someone not only stood there with you but met you there. Yeah. And then you got to come back after that and have a more resource conversation where you're actually probably more clear, like, more clarity for you is my protection. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I almost relate, like, emotional release to, like, you know, a sexual release. Like, yes. like if you only let someone, you know, 
give you like just a little bit of a release. Like there's still going to be more left in there to like move around. Just like gonna, sexually. Yeah. If you yeah. have like a brink of an orgasm, but you a don't finish it. brink of an orgasm, but you don't finish it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're still holding on to that. And then you might like go home and be like, wow, I really wish that I got more out of that. And then you have to like go and you have to like, you know, have your own little yeah, session. Yeah, go to take it. <laughs> to like take care, take care of the rest. Second experience. But to actually have someone meet you in that and like yes. fully, fully hold space for your transformation and like push you until it feels like you're done. Wow. Then it's like you feel so fully like seen and, yes. and like supported and like nourished in that way. Yes. And you're able to like go on with your life and move forward, you know? <laughs> you don't yes. have to like make space later to take care of the bus tendrils. Totally. You've moved through it and now we can, yeah, proceed right. on. What's next? Totally. Wow. Yeah. So powerful. And I don't know about you ladies out there listening, but I felt it the first time she shared that story. I just felt it again. I get so turned on when you tell me that story. And I think it is something about like, wow, being met emotionally by a man. That's a fucking turn on in my world. I'm like, wow. My juice is flowing. Yeah. <laughs> Clean up aisle my panties. Yes. <laughs> so much fucking yes, dude. Yes. yes. Totally. That's exactly where I'm at. I'm like, clean up aisle my panties. Emotional men who can hang with emotions, that's sexy. Okay. I'm probably yeah. going to get that on a t-shirt and men just take note. Okay. So I guess the answer to your question was <laughs> intimacy these days to me is, is allowing myself to be fully seen in all aspects mm-hmm. of, of who I am. Yes. The messy, the gross, like the whole human experience. Yes. And being able to witness others in that as well. Yes. Yeah, and I like how you said others. So it's like, this isn't just with partnership, intimacy with all relationships, but yeah, yeah the true and just full experience of one another. And you also do this in your home life, which could be a whole nother episode about Cal's awesome, amazing home <laughs> life. <laughs> she kind of lives in an amazing tribe of beautiful humans. And so we might have to have her back to talk about that because that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So just um, continuing on this path, we've, we've gone all over the place, but... Um, I just, I really want this to be like solidified for my listeners. So Mm -hmm. I'm continuing to have you just share bits of your experience. So if you could share a time that you remember clearly doing something that where you were not aligned with yourself, you were abandoning yourself or your truth. Looking back now, you're like, oh, that's super obvious. But maybe at the time it wasn't, Mm -hmm. um, even yeah. If you could share one of those times. Yeah, totally. So in my last, um, my last partnership, um, I was dating this man and I was constantly like doing things to take care of him. Um, in my, in my opinion, my, in my perception, I was doing these things to take care of him. <laughs> right. That's how you felt. About it. Yeah, right. I'm like, totally. I'm taking care of you. Um, which maybe you're taking care of yourself too a little bit. Who knows? <laughs> right. Or just like doing stuff that really didn't need to be done. Totally. Um, yeah. Most likely. But so basically like I had this like, I had this idea of like what maybe the perfect partner was. Yes. Um, of, of, of me, me like being, me being be. the perfect partner was. Yes. Um, and she's like this like nameless, faceless avatar that I was like trying to live up to that just yes. like simply wasn't who I am. Totally. And, and I was watching myself like try and fit myself into this cage of who she was like every single day. And so 
you know, I was waking up really early, which I hate to do. Yes. Um, unless it's a natural thing that happens. Right. But you're um, not like the alarm set mm-mm. 7 a.m. like me. I was setting My girl Callan's more of like crawl out of bed at 10, 11 when it feels good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wake up at 7, but I stay in bed till yes. 10. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um... Which so is I was you. like, exactly. Yeah. And I was like setting an alarm at like eight o'clock in the morning so that I could get ready so I could take him to work in the morning. Okay. And then I would come back home and I would clean the house and then I would maybe get ready for my day. And I was actually finding myself like there would be like little chores that he needed me to run during the middle of the day. Okay. And I would actually, I was watching myself reschedule client meetings. Wow. I was watching myself like... Your own business. Like your business. Yeah. I was rescheduling my business stuff to take care of like his fucking dry cleaning. Oh my God. And and here I am getting more and more resentful towards him because I'm giving up my passion to like do something for him without even communicating to him that that's what's going on. Okay. So you're feeling this like resentment, getting annoyed, but you're not saying like, you know what? It really doesn't feel good for me to pick up your laundry right now. Like you're right. just doing it because that's mm-hmm. what a good girlfriend And would do. I was afraid to like hurt his feelings. Yes. Right. I was like, I had this built in idea that hurting someone's feelings was the worst thing in the world that I could do. Yes. And I was afraid that like, if I said no to picking up your dry cleaning or getting you lunch wow. or doing something that like it was going to hurt his feelings. Yes. And I was I wasn't comfortable holding space for his uncomfortable feelings. Yes, totally. <laughs> so like you didn't have the capacity yet to hold like just hold if he were if you were to say you were to respond and say you know what I have client calls today I can't do that I'm sorry, and then say he were to respond and be like, well what the hell like don't you care about me aren't you my girlfriend what I'm hearing you say is back then you didn't have the space to hold that space and just be like, okay, that's how you feel. You would have maybe internalized that and been like, I'm a bad girl. I'm a bad girlfriend. I'm a bad person. I am a bad girl. Yeah. Must punish them. (laughs) Bad girl. Good girl. Anyone familiar with those phrases? Oh God. God. (laughs) Anyone born in 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. For sure. And before that, really, really, unless you were born in the two thousands, you probably heard a fuck ton of, Good girl, bad girl when you were a little... And you might even heard of that. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, depending on your household, maybe even now. But I think people are starting to realize the impact that stuff has on, like, deeming you a good or bad girl. Yeah, or Um, a good or bad person. Yeah, it's personhood versus behavior. Like, maybe you did a a thing that we don't approve of or that's not okay. Don't hit your sister, but you're not a bad person. Right. That's a big difference, I think. Exactly. Especially for kids. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, just to cycle back... um, so this is the moment where you kind of realized you were doing things that weren't aligned with you, like waking up early, doing like the domesticated chores, giving up your, <laughs> you guys, another thing about my girl, Colin, she is not your housewife. Okay. <laughs> she is not your housewife. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm your partner in crime. Yeah. Like, I am not your housewife. <laughs> she will make a beautiful mess of rainbow explosions all over your house. But she will not clean that shit up. <laughs> I might clean it up, but it's because I want to clean it right, up. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lots of rainbow trails and I will sparkles. not clean up after you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, good. So, um, so, yeah. Now I'm just, like, curious in this moment. So, in that, in that time, though, you didn't really... 
Did you notice while you were in it that it didn't feel good or was it not until recently in that like six months ago where you started to really like wake up and see like this sucks. I don't like it. Oh my God. I hated it the whole time. Okay. So you did hate it. So you're in it and you hated it, but you convinced yourself to keep going because of like the good of the relationship or what? I felt safe. Okay. Yeah. I felt really, really safe in that relationship. Um, I, I felt safe. In some regards. I felt safe that he wasn't going to leave. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and I knew that. Yes. And so I, like, kind of turned myself into this, like, robot girlfriend to try to not, like, stir the pot or, like, rock the boat, so to speak. Yes. Um, totally. To- she coined that, by the way, you guys, robot girlfriend. It's not a term, <laughs> and it's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Who's amazing. ever been robot girlfriend? Me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, like, it's this, like, funny moment where, like, I would get into, like, the agreements part of the relationship where it's, like, okay, what are we? Like, what's the name? What are we calling ourselves? That thing. And then all of a sudden it was, like, robot girlfriend uploading, you know? Wow. Would you like your laundry laundry folded, you know? Would you like your... (laughs) (laughs) This is how robot girlfriend came to be, literally, like, Siri, like, engaged. Would you like me to cook you Robot girlfriend, engaged. And... (laughs) And it's, like, this funny phenomenon where, like, I turn into that and, and here my ex-partner is, like, where did my fun person go? Right. That's what I was just going to ask. Girl like, go? Now like, he's dating robot girlfriends. Right. So, like, that's got to be affecting the connection, I'm too. Like, must wear turtlenecks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw away all sparkle jumpsuits. <laughs> yeah. Every day okay. is a funeral, you know? And yeah. I'm like, what is happening totally so like yeah that's just crazy because I'm seeing it all together like on one end you've got you becoming less connected to the relationship less in your joy just more going along with what you think you should do on his end yeah he's like who's this robot where's that like rainbow chick I fell in love with and like what is going on where's the like sparkly tornado that came into my life like the fuck just happened (laughs) what is this neat pile of folded laundry that sits next to me now like I don't even know yeah so it's it it, so to my listeners like what you could learn and pick up on through Callan's story here is like it affects it's not so it's if this is you and you're like yep yep that's me I'm robot girlfriend I'm robot wife holy shit it's not just affecting you. It's also affecting your partner. And if you have kids, I'm guessing it's also affecting your kids because mm-hmm. they're probably picking up on you, not in your joy, you know, being less vibrant, being less truly expressive. Um, so just, I, what, I guess the point I'm trying to make here is that it seems it doesn't just affect the person. It affects other people. Yep. Um, yeah, other people can pick up on the fact that you're not in your authentic truth. Totally. And they feel it. And then, they, and then they're learning by example, right? So like we're all always influencing yes. each other. So if I'm in robot girlfriend now, I'm I'm almost expecting the people around me to be in robot roles as well. Right. Um and it's almost like I watch this dynamic inside of myself where it's like the uh the holier than thou thing happens. Yes. You know, like I'm robot girlfriend. I am better than you. Like, yes. Where is your robot? Uh, (laughs) You look a little messy today. Where's your robot, sir? You look incredibly human. (laughs) (laughs) I see some colors and untied edges. Where's your robot suit? (laughs) Why didn't you clean my dishes? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah, um, totally. And that's the resentment and the mutual toxic feel that gets created. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I just found my thought again because this this just feels really potent. So I'm going to go down this. Mm-hmm. So with kids, because I know a lot of my listeners have families and they have kids, which is like a whole other dynamic of who is being affected by reactions, really. And so 
What I want to say, if you have kids and you think that you're helping them by being robot wife or being robot husband and not actually doing the difficult work of facing the fact that you're feeling unhappy or in a box, kids pick up on everything and they can sense that. And what happens is kids see what you're doing and then they think that's what you're supposed to do. So I'm actually thinking of you because you even shared mm-hmm. a bit about what you picked. So so do you mind going here? Because yeah, this is your great. class. Okay, great. So um, you shared in the beginning, Callan, that you had a belief that was already in you that making someone else hurt or hurting someone else's feelings was like the worst thing you could do. Right. So where did that belief come from? Yeah, so growing up I watched mm-hmm. um, my, my family dynamics yes. kind of is like where that came from. And... Um, the idea that like I could hurt like hurting someone's feelings was the worst thing that could happen was very much so ingrained to me by my dad. Yeah. Um, he has always been very sensitive, but he's also carries a very codependent field. Or mm. he did at least when I was growing up. He's done so much work, which has been so beautiful to Fuck witness. Yeah. Um and that meant that like anything that I was doing affected him so greatly that, you know, whatever whatever I was doing was like, if, like it, if it was an mood or happiness depended yeah. on how you exactly. Yes. Yeah. Totally. totally. Co- AKA codependent. Codependent. Yes. Exactly. Um, and, and I also watched that in his dynamic with my mom. And so, you know, their dynamic was very unhealthy and crazy, you know, and whatever. And then they got divorced and I watched how my mom ended that marriage and then stepped into her full power and she was taking us on these fun vacations. We would go on mm, little day adventures. Yes. Like we were um, riding our horses all the time. <sighs> like we were having so much fun together yes. and it was so much fun to be with my mom in those three years when she was like single and free and yep. like doing whatever she wanted. And then she got remarried and I watched as she stepped into robot wife. Um, again, like the, like literally the day after she got married, I watched her like start making choices based on like what she perceived my stepdad to want versus like who she actually is. Her role as a wife versus who she is. Mm -hmm. And and, like, you know, I was, I was so confused most of my life because I watched my mom be this like very like put together, like firm, kind of numb, like woman who was very contained yes yes and I've always been this like wild not spirit. <laughs> like I'm like wild and I do what I want and I always have yes. and I was like where did this come from and I got to see that in those three years I see so mm. you see that is my mom but that's not the mom you typically see right yes. and so then she got remarried and I watched herself put herself back in a box and I've watched her you know struggle to get herself back out of that since then yes um and how old were you when your mom got remarried? 13. So you're 13 and you're picking up on this. Right. Yeah. So kids are picking up on shit. Yep. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, watching this happen and I was like, well, if that's what happens to women in relationships, like, fuck relationships. Yep. Like, I don't want to be. Why would you want that? I don't want to turn into that boring person. Uh, well, I want like a woman who I just went horseback riding with for three years. Right? Yeah. And she was single. So maybe that's the way. I'll just or... stay single. Yep. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. <laughs> That's the key. I figured it out. I'm 13. The only way to be happy is by being completely alone. Yes. Like, uh, hold on. And and see, as you're sharing this story, it just, like, clicks for me of, like, why that's such a widely... I mean, we are in the era of, like, do you, which I completely support. And, like, I mean, that's really what this whole conversation is about. Do you. But we're trying to just rewrite the paradigm. Like, you can actually do that in relationship. You can do that in partnership. I think there's a big misconception out there, probably from stories similar to your own. Mm -hmm. A lot of us, 
most likely if our parents are boom, baby boomers had parents in unhappy marriages because back then it really was like you can't get divorced right. you gotta get married have a kid and like do the thing yeah. you know like that was and there was like such appropriate rules like there's appropriate and inappropriate and like rules yes. and like the second you become a mom you gotta chop off all your hair and wear turtlenecks yeah. like <laughs> you can't be sexy you and be a mom be, no you need These a bowl <laughs> You get to be a sexy, free-loving, right. hippie mom. You can be a business owner, breadwinner, sexy, traveling yeah. mom with full-time daycare and still be respected the fuck out of. Right. And that's fucking beautiful. So yeah. we live in a beautiful time. So what I, I something else that's coming up is like, this is not a podcast to convince you to blame your parents. Because <laughs> I already feel it. I feel you out there. You're like, you're right. My mom did teach me. Fuck her. So just notice... Callan's vibe. She's not saying, fuck my mom. No. My mom's um, great. <laughs> She's a lovely lady. Right. So just, I just want to make it clear. We can still love our parents, even though ways they showed up resulted in us being raised a certain way. Like what I'm like, even what I'm seeing in you, Callan is like, yeah, this was a handicap back then, but like now you've grown through it and now you're sharing your story and now you're inspiring millions of other people to do it differently. So um, yeah. our weakness becomes our superpower. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like such a fun journey too, to just like untangle and explore all of that within myself and yes. watch, like I didn't, I wasn't in a relationship till I was 20. Yeah. My first relationship was when I was 20. Totally. And, um, I, you know, I had like casual encounters before that, you know, they were just purely for fun. Yes. And the second that I felt like my freedom was going to be taken, I would leave. And I was, it was very like external, like, oh, you're going to take my freedom. I'm going to go away. Wow. Right. Yes. And you're going to take my freedom versus I'm going to surrender my freedom. Right. Exactly. Yes. There was uh-huh. no personal responsibility whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm unhappy, it's your fault. I'm going to go over there now. <laughs> right. Maybe you're just not the right person. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. girl. That's what I told myself for 10 boyfriends, mm-hmm. literally ages 18 to 22. Not the one. boyfriends. I just picked the wrong one. You're too negative. I used right. to, that was my line, dude. Yeah. I used to tell guys they were too negative. Oh, mine was, you're too clingy. Oh, my. And they, Why it's are like, you so obsessed It's with like, me? no wonder my boyfriend <laughs> hated me when I broke up with them. Like, I'm just projecting that you can relate because, like, some, we were like, the outgoing plan. Like, basically, you're going to fall in love with me was my safety net back then. Right. I was like, I will make sure you fall in love with me because I'm so desirable because you can't see my shadow. I can't even feel my shadow. I'm so numb to that shit. I'm just here social, happy, beautiful, now you're in love with me, now I have all the control, and eh, now you're negative. Right. Goodbye. They're like, I want to go deeper, and you're like, nope, don't have, I don't know. I don't have is. deeper. There's no button for that. Remember, I am a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I am numb on the inside and sparkly on the outside. <laughs> Come closer. <laughs> yeah, me and Callan realize close. we have a lot of similarities in our past lover lovership lives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> College years were fun. They were exciting. I just want to take this moment... To all of the men out there who I frankly hurt, and for good reason you felt hurt by me, um, I'm sorry for the way I hurt you back then, and I'm not because, I, like, I'm not really sorry because I hope it's catapulted your life in the perfect direction, but I just want you to know I realized what an asshole I was, and if you ever wanted to come together and have, like, a repair, I'm there for you. So if one of my exes is listening to this, <laughs> I've just opened the door. <laughs> I guess I'll open that door too. (laughs) There's probably a lot of you out there. And I know every single 
one of you yeah. that I have done this to, and I totally claim responsibility. Yes. So again, like... So we are claiming ourselves right now, which Plug No Plug is the name of one of Callan's amazing programs. <laughs> Just saying, go check out her website. We'll link it at the end. Um, we are claiming ourselves right now. <laughs> Men, if you need to resolve, we're open. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm, I'm willing, here. I'm, I'm ready. Able. Oh, my shit. Okay? Okay. Do you have Zoom? <laughs> I'll send you my Zoom link. <laughs> oh, you don't have Zoom? We can't repair it. I don't do FaceTime. <laughs> oh my God, that's fucking hilarious. Okay, so. Well, we've kind of talked about this a bit, yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's just go here. So, we've been talking a lot. We've gone in, in all the different directions. So if you're there now and you're like, yep, okay, I'm resonating, I'm feeling this, I'm robot girlfriend or I'm robot boyfriend or, damn, my partner's robot boyfriend or girlfriend is what I'm realizing. Wherever you are, um, if you're relating and you're like, what do I do next? How do I be, because if you've been in part, so you had the, I don't know if it's a blessing or a curse, but you had the experience of realizing this as you were on your way out of partnership. So mm-hmm. you got to start this, like your new mindset, you got to put in place into this new yeah. connection you have, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking for the people who are out there who are like, okay, damn, this is real. I want to shift it, but I don't want to change. Like, I want this partnership. You know, I want to make it work in this dynamic. Um, do you have any suggestions for like first steps where they could begin to just start shifting this dynamic? Yeah, I think the the first step is to come up with some sort of like shared reality, Right. So like open communication, you know, put everything on the table and like see each other in your sovereignty and your innocence. Mm. And what I mean by that is like when you're putting everything on the table about what you feel inside of the partnership, don't be afraid to hurt each other's feelings or piss each other off. Like have space for all of that Mm. because you are both innocent and you are both sovereign. Yes. And whatever you're experiencing is exactly what you need to experience to get to the next level of your own personal growth and your relationships grow. Yes. So don't be afraid to trigger the fuck out of each other. That's literally why you're in this together. Right. And, and like, create that shared reality. Like, come together, talk about what's working well, what's yes. not working well, what you're feeling undernourished in, mm. what you're feeling overnourished and, and grateful for. Yes. You know, and then like anything that you're seeing inside of yourself that you want help shifting or something that you're seeing inside of the other person that's maybe triggering something that makes you want something different, you know? Yes, like, totally. I'm almost saying like creating a culture where like we can share these things. And I love what you said, like make space, like I might hurt your feelings in this conversation. You might hurt my feelings. Like that's okay. Right. So many conversations are never had because we're scared to hurt someone's feelings. Right. But then you never say the important stuff that, like you're saying, you're going through this because this is what you're meant to go through right now. And trust me, it will serve you mm-hmm. eventually if you actually exactly. step forward and keep going. Exactly. Yeah. I and love like that. Getting it out of the body and onto the table is so important. Like mm. if you're if you're feeling something and you're not talking about it, you're storing that inside of your body's cells in yes. your in your myofascial tissue in your fat cells like yes. you're storing that in your body and yeah. it collects you know and like that's just totally what happens and so if you're getting it out of your body through your voice onto the table like it's it's able to actually be in a shared space where you can both access that information yes and it creates a deeper connection. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to learn more about each other, more about each other's desires, the way that you operate. You'll probably hear some sort of backstory that you've never heard before. Yes. 
And that's like the juiciest, most mm. intimate moments that create the most turn on yes. because you actually feel each other. Yes. Oh, and you like start to kill, click all of it starts to click like, oh, that explains a lot about mm-hmm. what I already know about you. And yes, like the real juice of it, right? Like right. the whole fucking point, as I always <laughs> say. It's like, and all the clients are like, I'm so scared. And I'm like, what's the point? Like yeah. if we're not actually showing up and like doing what needs to be done, if we're just here playing out certain roles but not sharing what's true what's the fucking point like we're not really connecting right mm-hmm. so yes I, I love that really so for the listener out there who's like wait what were those first steps what I'm really extracting from this is like first get a shared reality so like put it so really I'm hearing like what you guys always hear me say and you're probably like god damn it Nikki I want different advice no start that's it. the conversation <laughs> start the conversation you have to start the conversation and yeah. it doesn't have to be perfect and it doesn't have to be no one's feelings are going to get hurt like Callan right now the way she just described that I'm just feeling so much permission like it can just be a messy conversation maybe you're both laying on the floor like rolling all over like okay that was hard to take in now I need to roll around a little bit I'm breathing through that you know scream with each other cry with each other make weird grunting sounds yes it's all allowed like just create a space where it's all allowed yes and so what that could look like is like if me and Callan are in conversation and I say, share something and then she says, wow, my feelings feel really hurt after you said that, mm-hmm. I don't have to say, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Fit. I don't need to fix her feeling bad. I can just say, okay. What does that feel like? Yeah. What's that like for you? Yeah. You know? What does feel bad feel like for you? Where yes. do you feel that in your body? Yeah. What is that sensation that's Get coming up? curious and yeah. keep exploring further. And so I'm not trying to fix it. I'm not trying to make her fixed. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to be with her. I'm like, okay, you feel scared right now. Tell right. me more about that. Um, and that, that actually brings me to like my second favorite thing to say all the fucking time is penetrate with curiosity. Oh girl. And like, this is so true for every aspect of relationship. It's true for your sex life. It's true for your emotional life. It's yes. true for your mental connections, for your business life, for all the things mm. like penetrate with curiosity. Like my metaphor is Say you're like jumping into bed with your your lover, right? Yes. If you feel like you already know them and you're trying to just push the buttons to get the result of the orgasm, it's like it's kind of a flaccid energy. It's yes. not exciting. It doesn't turn you on. If you come to them with curiosity and you're like, what is what is this gonna be like today? And you yes. get like creative, it inspires Try that creativity. Yes. And it allows you to like open this box of like new realms of pleasure inside of that experience. Mm. The same is true with emotional processing. Say that your your partner comes to you and they're like, you know, hey, Nikki, like you really pissed me off by saying this thing, you know, yep. the other day. It's like, okay, like, great. Like what's going on for you in that? Like right. come like, with curiosity. Oh, really? Like, yes. And instead of trying to fix it and be like, oh, I'll never do that thing again. And now limiting your experience and therefore putting yourself in a box, yep. something that you're a girlfriend. Yes. No good girl, bad girl. Like not allowed to do this thing anymore. Yep. Instead it's like, oh, okay. I, I'm actually just curious about your experience. Right. Like what was it? Was it when I said it or was, was it what I said or was it my tone? Or was it, yeah. You know, or, right. Yeah. What like, was it? And then what did it feel like for you? Yeah. Experience. And what did it bring up for you? And what right. did it remind you of anything? Right. Yes. And like getting curious. Cause then I get to actually learn about you and what's going on for you. Yes. And I get to know something more about you that I didn't know before. Right. And I have no goal in mind of like, okay, I'm going to have her see that like she's making an unreasonable request of me and I'm blah, blah, blah. Like it's not, there's no ego in it. Right. It's like, no, I just want to know more. Yep. You know, I'm not trying to get you to 
stop feeling the way you feel. Yes. I just want to know why you feel that way. I yes. want to know what it's like for you to feel that way. And I want to know like what else is going on in there. You yes. Know? Are, are you enjoying that feeling? Right. <laughs> right. Oh, and that feels so good on the receiving end. Like mm-hmm. for me to have a feeling and for you just to be curious about it and not trying, like you said, taking the ego out of it. There's no agenda here. You don't need to feel better or worse or explain to me why. Right. I just, I'm curious, like right. tell me more about it. Um, like happiness is the orgasm of emotions and everyone's always like, I'm going to try to make you happy. And it's like, if you're putting pressure on me to be happy, it's never going to If you're putting happen. pressure on me to have an orgasm, it's not happening. you already know, it's not happening. <laughs> like, it, or it's going to be like it's halfway satisfying. Yeah, that half when we were talking yeah, like, about where you go home and you're like, I need to finish myself like, off. I'm going to go sit on my vibrator. Yeah. <laughs> not quite there. Don't not call me. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I love that. Penetrate with curiosity. I, I often say curiosity is the antidote to judgment. Mm-hmm. And what you just outlined, it's like that moment where you're tempted to judge your partner. Like, well, why'd you get so upset? Or like, right. what's your problem? Like, I didn't mean it like that. Instead, Can you, you know, see that? You know, right. Like, mm-hmm. And like, that's just straight judgment. Choosing that moment. Like, actually, I'm going to choose curiosity. Wait, what? Right. Wow, I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah. And here we go again. What was that like for you? Didn't right. Um, yeah, really fucking powerful stuff, you guys. Really, that's just so... super powerful um i just think like curiosity period super powerful tool to have in your relationship which Mm -hmm. doesn't even sound like a tool it's just a word but like it's a tool (laughs) that is a tool it is a tool okay so oh nice oh nice we got to the end of the cool we got to the end of our uh little list here of questions i knew i wanted to ask Callan on this interview today um, with a few little random antidotes and <laughs> spinoffs in between, Boop-boop. my favorite. <laughs> so, um, yeah, as we close out, I'll just first give it to you. If there's any, so if there's anything else you want to leave these listeners with today, um, mm. on the topic of everything we've been talking about, any last antidotes that you just want to leave them with? Yeah. Um, um I think the biggest thing that you can do for yourself is trust yourself. Mm. Um, inside partnerships, inside business ideas, inside of every aspect of your life. Um, but, but especially inside partnership, you know, trust yourself. Yes. You know, your intuition is strong and it's alive in every single one of you. And the messages that are coming through are coming through for a reason, you know? Mm. So, so trust yourself and trust that if you listen to those soul callings yes you're going to be delivered to a place that's more beautiful than you could ever have expected ah yeah I love that and something that just came up as you were sharing that is like you're saying so listen to your intuition I love that and mix that with the curiosity so if you're in a relationship and you've been having that intuitive feeling of like something's off right Mm -hmm. you what I want to say in this moment is like it might not be because I, I know some of like my friends and my clients will go to the place where if they have that feeling, they're like, damn, I have to leave this relationship. We have to break up. We have to break up. <laughs> so um, another piece I'm just extracting from Callan's story today and like what she just shared is if you do have that intuitive feeling, don't freak out. Don't like put yourself in an anxiety attack of like, oh my God, I have to get a divorce. My intuition's telling me something's off. Explore that. Like get curious with yourself first and see what it actually is because it could be something like robot girlfriend where it's mm-hmm. not the relationship has to end. We just got to rewrite these rules. Yeah. Um, Part of your dynamic might need to die. Exactly. But you might not need the whole to, thing. <laughs> you might need to die. This relationship might need to die. And then you might need to rebuild a brand new relationship with the same person. Right. Um, and sometimes it is 
it's walk away, walk away, you know, yeah. and, and just, you can do that with love. And you get to do that as a, a, a collaborative idea. When you get curious with yourself, you bring everything to the table, you have open communication, yes. you're not afraid to like bring up those uncomfortable feelings in each other. Yes. And you're, and you're willing to actually look at what's there. Yes. Yes. And you can leave a relationship in honoring of you and not necessarily have it be because the other person wasn't good enough. Right. So you can choose to leave in just a total right. honoring mind state of like, I still love you. You're an amazing human and I'm doing this completely for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Totally. You guys know I'm passionate about rewriting the paradigm that breaking up has to be bad. It could be totally a loving Yeah. Move. It can be a great thing. I mean, so many of my breakups are some of the biggest blessings I've ever had. Though right. I definitely didn't know it at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the time was like, like what the fuck? My world's falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> So if you're in that, we love you. We're with you. We hear you. <laughs> um, okay, Callan. So I want you to just take this opportunity to share any, obviously about your business and where people can find you, which I'll link all of that in the show notes. But then also if you want to share about any of your personal like offerings or anything. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I uh, own my own business. It's called the Gobi Universe. That's uh, G-O-B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-V-E-R-S-E. Y-O-U. Yeah, you. Um, <laughs> Go be you, girl. Yeah. Go Universe. And um, I have a um, six-week, or sorry, a 12-week program out right now yes. that is um, for one-on-one clients called Claim Yourself. Claim Yourself. And oh. it's so good. It's for all of you soul-seeking individuals looking to start your own business from a place of um, true in- intuition-inspired yes. um, motivation. Can you tell people why? you? Because this stuck with me. Like, why would people want to do this the first time through yeah. your program? Um, and, you know, I learned this the hard way of, like... <laughs> Of, like, starting a business and then, like, changing it, like, six million times before yes. I was like, okay, no, I figured out what I want. And I think that that's because I really didn't know who I was. Totally. Um, and, I, you know, I think I'm still learning who I am every day. Yes. But I, but this program is designed to help you get a foundation of who you are, what you want out of life. Yes. Before you start a business so that that business is supportive of not only your your professional goals, but also your personal lifestyle goals. Totally. Yeah. I love that. And you guys, as a woman who is building her business, the amount of 2 a.m. wake-ups, oh, my God, I have to redesign my whole website. Or like, <laughs> oh, my God, my entire, like, catchphrase sucks. Like, that, when she told me about this day, I was like, that's a genius fucking program. Mm-hmm. It's like, let's actually figure out what's aligned, not just with your business, like you said, but your soul and what you care about so that you can just have this branding thing done once. And then you'll yeah. continue to tweak your business, but the basis of it will truly be aligned with like something you believe in. Exactly. Um, Cause there's a lot of things going on when you first launch a business. So it's easy to like run with an idea and not even check in. Like, do I like this? Is right. This with me? Yeah. Like business names, you know, yes, like, that's totally. one of the biggest things that I see people change because they weren't aligned with it. And like, Thankfully for me, that was something that I knew yes. from the beginning, yes. and it has been the perfect thing. <laughs> such a great name. The Gobi yeah. Universe. It's so great. Totally. I love it. <laughs> totally. And so, yeah, inside that program, I help um, I help you kind of – I help all of my clients um, recognize, like, who they are, where they come yeah. from. We go through, like, karmic contracts and – 
um, what you came in this earth to like do. And then yes. if there's any karmic contracts that you have with individuals that need to be cleared out that are standing in your way of getting that done. Yes. Um, we go through intuition and your clear senses. So mm. like awakening your psychic self. Yes. Um, which I like the way that that sounds. I'm going to yeah. keep that one in the brain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a new program or something. Uh-huh. Um, and so that you can get the downloads from your intuition about yes. what it is that you're supposed to be doing. And then we actually go through and we create the business, you know, like that's yes. the best part is like, I love it. Cause you do the mindset, the right. internal stuff, but then you don't just leave them hanging. Like, right. good luck ladies. Like well, then it's like, fun. now let's build your brand. Let's, let's build actually the thing. Like, yes. What are your offerings? What's your business name? What are your yes. colors? Like, what does the brand actually look like? What does it feel like? What's it feel like? What's the emotional response? Like what, who are you working with? Yes. What are you going to break through with them? You know? and like what is that vibration that you're carrying out into the world and how are you going to administer it yes yeah and Callan also has background in like design she does you guys have to check out our website it's in the show notes so fucking beautiful so on top of that she has like design tidbits to also help her clients with that just comes with yeah (laughs) totally yeah so amazing program if you're not getting the hint 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 (laughs) for ladies starting a business out there I I I have not taken this program personally but like knowing Callan and her talents and then being with her these last like five hours I'm like I literally said I was like I wish I knew what you did a year ago woman (laughs) this was me like what is my business what's the vibe what do I want what am I doing with my life yeah like coming I can help you (laughs) I remember like my guy making my whole logo being like yes I love it and then sleeping on it and being like I hate it I hate the whole thing and like being so nervous here I am fitting in a box to go to my own designer who I'm paying and being like I actually hate the logo I hate everything about it totally not my vibe (laughs) And so, yeah, just the the resource of having a coach or a guide, someone to be with me in that process feels invaluable. Yeah, amazing. totally. Yes. Okay. So they can find you on your website, which is gobeuniverse.com, Y-O-U. Mm-hmm. I'll link that, of course. Yep. Um, you're also pretty popping up on Insta. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a really fun Insta, you guys. Colorful, inspirational, real and raw <laughs> as fuck, especially lately. Just like super. I love it. You're like in your bed like, this is me today. Like, like here I am. Yeah. <laughs> so great. Um, so definitely follow her there. What is it? Magical space being? Yeah. Magical space being. So it's... Um... K-A-L at the end. Oh, Magical. Yeah, I get it. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. Yeah, Magical Space Being. Uh, You can find me on Instagram with that. And then I think that's also my my Facebook. Yeah, I'll link both of them in the show notes so you can just click and follow. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming here and sharing, just being so vulnerable and just sharing your life here. And like... Anytime. Thanks for responding when I'm like, your story's great. Can you share it with a million people? <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> um, yeah, I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Fuck yeah, y'all. That was so fucking juicy and good. <laughs> Am I right? Please reach out to me and let me know what you thought of that episode. I just felt so, like, I got so fucking served during that interview. I was like, girl, you are just sharing the wisdom. So I hope you all enjoyed that one. Now, my call to action for you, if you're like, okay, I'm feeling this. I don't know. I want to go further with this. Well, first of all, check out Callan's website and her Instagram and her awesome program coming up. Claim yourself. But um, also what you can do is just begin to observe the dynamic of your partnership without judgment or if you judge it just notice that you're judging it (laughs) it's okay if you judge it 
Um, but just observe the dynamic of your partnership. So without trying to fix it or diagnose it, um, just notice like what's happening. So maybe over like eat, you could do it over the next week, say. So set some parameters for yourself. Say, all right, over the next week, I'm just going to start noticing patterns and dynamics within my partnership that, you know, maybe ones that make me or perhaps dynamics that I don't feel great about or maybe just all dynamics. You can decide what you want to look at. And then just notice throughout the week, you know, like maybe you notice oh, I'm making an agreement, but it doesn't feel good in my chest. Like I'm agreeing to do something, but inside that doesn't feel good. And maybe you notice that a couple times in a week with your partner, say maybe like Callan's example, you agree to go, you know, run an errand or something. But in truth, you're abandoning something you want to do or a preference of your own. So maybe you notice that and then you just jot down in your journal, in your iPhone's notes app, whatever you want to use. I noticed a pattern where I agree to do something that I don't actually want to do. And that's it. You can just write it down. That is an amazing start. Just start noticing the dynamics that maybe you're not stoked on. Or maybe you're like, I would like this to be different. I want to feel good when I make an agreement, not regretful and resentful. So that is my call to action to you beautiful badass babes out there. And I just want to thank you once again for giving me your precious, valuable moments and coming and sharing them with me on this podcast during this conversation. I've got so much juice for you guys coming in, I mean, forever, but especially in the coming episodes. I've got an epic interview with um, one of my colleagues who specializes in breakups and divorce and the aftermath of that. So tune in next week or possibly the week after. I don't know, you guys. Full disclosure, I'm going to be at Tony Robbins next week. So I'm like, am I going to put out an episode or am I just going to call it a break week? So we will find out. But (laughs) Um, yeah, thank you for being here. I fucking love you guys so much. I adore you. I want to meet you. I want to know you. So if you haven't reached out on Instagram, you can send me an email, relationshipbadass at gmail.com. You can reach out right on Instagram at relationshipbadass.com. Shoot me a DM. Like, I want to connect with you. I want to know who you are. I answer every single one of my DMs and emails, even though it takes me hours and hours and hours. I love you guys. You send me a fuck ton of messages. <laughs> so reach out. Say what's up. Let's connect. It, it's funny. This podcast is such a one-sided relationship because I feel like you guys know me but I'm like who are you so I'd love to get to know you if you feel called baby (laughs) all right guys I seriously need to go to bed I love you and I will catch you badass in the next episode